This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's Al Reynolds, and I'm back with TGIF. It's Friday, and we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in news and on social media. Now sit back and relax and get ready to sip this high tea. All right, how's everyone feeling tonight? Y'all ready for the weekend? (laughs) My mother, mother, I flew my mom out tonight. She gets here tonight. So we're going to see how that's going to be. She's going to help me with my house. So, But my mom still thinks I'm 17, so she's going to treat me like I'm a kid still. So I'm probably going to get criticized a lot. So, yeah, no. Oh, come on. She at least is somebody that you can trust. She's in your house going through your things. Exactly. Rather than a medication. stranger. I got to hide all traces of medications. <laughs> <laughs> or your sex toys. <laughs> that too. All right, what we sipping on tonight, guys? I'm I'm doing tequila. I'm doing an old fashioned uh, tequila margarita. I'm still dry. I can't drink or uh, consume salt for three more days. So, <laughs> well, so thank you. But I'm, I'm young and supple. I'm young and supple and cute, though. <laughs> what did you find to eat last night or Wednesday night? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm my bad. Oh, I went to level six of Coconut Grove. That's where I went. Spanish food, Spanish tapas. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the show, everybody. All right, Uganda is currently trending on social media after a bill was passed that will criminalize individuals who identify as members of the LGBTQ plus community. Penalties for violations under the law include not only death, y'all, but life imprisonment. Are you guys surprised? No. Um, maybe, go ahead. Ahead. No, you go. Ladies first. Um, <laughs> well, in that case, you go first. Well, you know what? Uh, that being said, because I am, you know, I'm, I'm giving Grace Jones realness today. Um, you know what? This, this, this honestly disappointed me more than the things that are going on in, in, with DeSantis and Trump. And my biggest concern right now is for people who were already out, for people who had already identified as being out in the general community at large knows that they are out. What happens to those people? Because it's not like the law changes and then you can retract being homosexual. You can't wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm delivered. So I'm really concerned about those people and there being lynch mobs and them going after those people. So this bill really does sound to me and it just goes to show that we have a lot to do um, in, in the fight for advocacy in the area, in the LGBT community globally. Claudia, what do you think about this? This is this is human rights. We're talking about human rights in 2023. I find it very ironic when a, a continent that's majority black that knows more than anybody else, you know, the atrocities of discrimination and uh, based on things you cannot change for them to be so aggressive with this. I mean, this is one country, but there's like 31 countries that are making it against the law, you know, to be in the community, which is insane. Like there's scientific evidence out there, people that says that there are, there's, they compare the brain of a, a heterosexual child and a homosexual child, and there are differences, they say. So why would you punish someone for biology or just be, uh, being born a certain way? And just taking away rights across the world, it's very scary what's happening right now. And the attack on the community is, is horrible. I'm sure the people there are like, I don't choose this life. The friends I've talked to said, I wouldn't choose to be the most discriminated against, one of the most. And, and to, to be Black and to be so anti, it just seems very ironic to me. Well, you know, this is an East African country, right? And and believe it or not, since 2009, they had a bill called Kill the Gays. 
So, I mean, is this a far cry from what that president, since he was elected in 82, has been has been talking about as it relates to the LGBTQ plus rights? I mean, I mean, we are, it's unacceptable. It's definitely appears to be unconstitutional. It's devastating and it's demoralizing. But what does a person who's a part of this community do in a country like this? Continue to live underground and silent and yep. quiet, which is horrible, or risk being murdered like it is in Jamaica yep. as well and a lot yep. of other countries, unfortunately, which is so sad. It, you know, and, and another thing, another thing to point out too, laws like this are going to make it challenging for people to seek proper health care. Um, because, you know, you're not going to go to your doctor in, 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 in the chance that your doctor outs you or turns you over to the authorities. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. secondly, I'm curious to know, not that it's the U.S.'s problem, but what are we prepared to do in the area of political asylum for these people? You know what I'm saying? I just met somebody down to the bar the other night that's a Ukrainian refugee. And she came here from the war um, and she, you know, she came here at, through, you know, the asylum situation. She was gladly led into the country. I'm wondering if the U.S. would be open to allowing these Ugandan citizens to flee to the U.S. in some sort of political asylum situation mm. if things got bad over there. Or how about reducing funding? Because uh, Uganda's known for coffee and cotton, right? And I'm sure we probably get some source of coffee or cotton from them for our for our garments here in the United States. Why don't we kind of put a squeeze on them in that area? Well, we're going to see what the United States is really about and if we really are about rights of the community in all the parts of the country. Because I, when it's white countries, we open our arms up every single time. When it's France, it's, oh, let's help France. When it's Ukraine, let's help Ukraine. And that's great. That's fantastic. But don't forget about the black company countries, America. And we're gonna, mm -hmm. we are really going to see. But we already know what the answer is. So, All right. Hey, Q, what did you have more to say? No, I'm good. All right, guys. So up next, a Michigan college is under fire for hosting separate graduations based on race and sexuality. Grand Valley State University's Multicultural Affairs Office lists graduation ceremonies or celebrations for Black students, Asian students, Latinx students, Native American students, and LGBTQIA plus students next month. And let's be clear, the university will still also have a general commencement ceremony for all students. I personally don't see anything wrong with this, but Claudia, let's start with you. What do you think about this idea? Once again, going back to the 1800s, we all we fought for all this equality and to be integrated, and now we're separating. Uh, and some, and some, in some regards, it could be fun or you're with your peers, I guess, but it could only lead to bad to me. It could only lead to like, one group getting better funding or one group getting treated better. I, I, I don't know. I'm not with it. So Q, you went to a predominantly um, uh, white school, correct? Uh, yeah, Florida State University. Florida State University. So I went to a predominantly white college as well. And we had separate celebrations like this back in the 90s. So I didn't find a problem with it, especially when you go to a school where it's like, in this case, 19,000 white students and 900 black students, 1,200 Hispanic students. What's wrong with a little bit of a ceremony to, to celebrate their being? Well, you know what? I didn't go to, to college way back in the 1990s when segregation <laughs> was going on. So when I was in college at Florida State between the years of 2001 and 2005, you know, to the future, we had one commencement ceremony. But, you know, if you were part of the Black Student Union or if you were a part of the, the, the uh, Latin Student Union or whatever, they may have had different little parties or whatever. On the surface, I was ready to go to hell off because I thought we were regressing. After mm -hmm. I ran into what was going on, much like you, Al, I really don't see a problem with it, right? Because we've got the general overall graduation, which is the main school graduation where everybody is can attend and get their degree conferred. But then if you choose to participate in a secondary graduation, perhaps, you know, where you may observe some cultural customs, you know what I'm saying? Or instead of playing Here Comes the Bride as you walk across the stage, the black one might be playing Juvenile, back that ass up. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But it, it could work just as long as it is always noted that this is a secondary, um, non-exclusionary, culturally leaning situation that is there for those who want to participate in, but the school's main graduation is still the main graduation, then I have no problem with it. 
You know, I'm, I, hey, I'm in support of identity politics. Like, I, I feel like it should be celebrated. I feel like it should be applauded. It gives place people a safe haven to feel comfortable. Um, did they have anything like this at your college, Claudia? We only had about 50 black people and it was very segregated. Uh, we had our black student alliance. I was part of the gospel choir that I was, I, anything that had anything to do with blackness. I was a part of it, the track team. But other than that, it was very, very, very like we we definitely were very much the minority. I was in a, a suburb in Ohio, Baldwin Wallace College. So, okay. yeah, no, they didn't have that. So you, you would you have liked it? Would you have liked the uh, African-American ceremony? Um, It was only 50 of us. Total all you know all four years so i don't know <laughs> i don't know man i don't know al would you yeah i mean heck i feel like i would always celebrate family and community and that's what it felt like when i was at school like the black students we would see each other and we just knew what the struggle was so we just bonded in so many different ways we at my school at the university of virginia we even had a place called the black bus stop which is where all the black people would come during the day to find a safe haven to talk about classes to share information to talk about teachers to stay away from talk about upcoming events so i definitely am in in support of this type of thing for sure all right, y'all, let's keep it going, though. All right, Hillary Clinton, Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> While attending the Some Like It Hot Broadway musical a few days ago, the mother-daughter duo were enjoying the show until someone reported out next to them. Now, according to an insider, once the lights came on during the intermission, they noticed two turds in the aisle adjacent to them. All right, y'all, call Q. Since you have the most experience with you take it from here. Public You told on yourself. Yeah, give me an F. on a bouncy <laughs> after your colonic you oh. thought you were going to pass the little well, that didn't count okay that didn't count you oh. threw your underwear in the trash can that didn't count that didn't count <laughs> I, I, I was talking about. no this right here you know on the surface um but when you read it says that you know uh, some some people in the audience said that it was an elderly person who did it? Now I got a lot of questions, right? Was it an elderly person in a skirt with no drawers on? Because it, <laughs> it was two curves. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it had to be an elderly damn skirt. Because you would have panties on or pants or something. So I'm not really buying this elderly person situation. They also noted that they have had other. Uh, other incidences at this theater with them finding random boo-boo around a doggone thing. I think they run it with this whole elderly person thing that did it to try to keep mitigate the bad running around the theater putting boo-boo in places and obviously somebody had to smuggle the boo-boo in and put it down there because okay. I'm pretty sure if Hillary and the girl were sitting right there and the show was on and the lights off, you would see somebody squatting down in the aisle next to you this is just nasty and somebody thinks it's funny and unfortunately they're getting their rocks off right now because they're in the press for the pranks that they're that they're running. What's wrong with people nowadays where there's just no clues? I mean, what do you get out of this? Okay, we talking about you. We don't know who you are. We're just saying just some nasty human did this. Was it to piss off? Were you annoyed with the Hillary Clinton? Did you know Hillary was going to be there? Like, what was that about? Like, what is wrong with you people? I see so many videos all over social media with people doing nasty stuff like this. And people, like I say all the time, y'all, in humanity right now, everyone's trying to out ratchet and, and low class each other. And I'm sick of it. Like, I cannot wait for it to, the pendulum to swing the other way and people can start having some kind of shame about themselves. Okay. But wait a minute, the gross part is that, that, that this isn't the first time that they've in fact, they they have a keeps popping up. Like, what what do you do? Like, what like how do you stop the close that damn theater down? 
Mm. <laughs> I'm like, that, you, know, you have to pass out pampers with the programs. <laughs> I don't know. Pampers with the playbill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Coming up next, Shirley Ralph gets candid about sexual assault and later Brianna's proposal from an intruder. Stay tuned. All right, y'all, welcome back to TGIF. Let's liven this up some, Claudia and Q. All right, doing a hey, research. Hold on, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear your Wi-Fi is terrible. Insurance office. <laughs> <laughs> sure, her, her, her bank, her bank teller coat. Oh, Y'all are crazy. Let's keep going. All right. During a recent appearance on Way Up with Angela Yee, Shirley Ralph opened up about being sexually assaulted by a famous TV judge, and it was told to keep it under wraps to avoid bad press. Cheryl told Angela Yee, this man walked in, grabbed me by the back of my neck, turned me around, and rammed his nasty-ass tongue down my throat. Cheryl did not mention who by name who it was, but confirmed that it was not Judge Mathis. All right, Claudia, what are your thoughts on this? That leaves one left. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say it's the one that is always going hard. He's like a Republican now. He's another black judge. His name escapes me, but I'm just assuming who it could be. But there's, I mean, I don't think it was one. There's no male white judges out. It's just all black women. Uh, judge Judy. Judge um, Wapner, he ain't dead, is he? Is he not? He's still uh, I don't know where Wapner at, but it's Joe Brown, Wapner, Judy, Maybelline. Um, um, uh, what was the pretty lady? The 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 with the, the, the pretty. It wasn't no lady. It wasn't no lesbian judge. Listen, right. I'm putting my money on it. If I had to guess, I would say she was talking about Judge Joe Brown. And that's mm -hmm. what I've been reading the post on social media and everybody is saying it's Judge Joe Brown. Now listen, we here at Fox All are not saying it's Judge Joe Brown. We're just indulging in the gossip and what the streets are saying and people are speculating that it's Judge Joe Brown. And if it turned out to be him, I could believe it. Mm. The process of elimination doesn't leave many other people left though. That's the thing. You know, you know, Judge Brown, Judge Brown's always been very, you know, demanding. I think, you know, I had a rub with Judge Brown in 2012. Remember when he spoke at that university? I think it was University of Arkansas. And he was saying that that gay individuals or gay famous people or gay athletes cannot be role models. Y'all remember that conversation? How interesting was that? Oh, it, okay. it, 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 it was very interesting. But, you know, he he I don't know at this in this day and age, it sounds like Judge Joe Brown may or may not have dementia. And again, we're not saying it's Judge Joe Brown, but I'm, I'm less concerned about who it is and more concerned about, you know, the audacity that men have in the workplace. I've never been a woman. I will never know what it feels like to be a woman, but I could not imagine what it would be like having to walk this earth every day you know, worrying about if somebody's going to pin you in a corner at work and just kiss you, you know what I'm saying? And then you be asked to not say nothing about your violation because they don't want bad press for the show. Like, and then, and then unfortunately you kind of have to do it if you want to keep working quiet as it's kept. This, this is giving me a me too moment tease. And now that you don't got your Emmy, Shirley Ralph, if I was you, baby, I'd sit back and sue the hell out of said network. I've had experience in this uh, situation two, two times to two different workplaces with sexual harassment. And um, uh, net, once the network was involved and once it was another big company, company and the way they protect the aggressor is unbelievable still to this day. The person at one of my jobs that did this um, was absolutely disgusting. And um, he's protected by the owner of the company and he still continues to work. He has a very, very large file. I wasn't the first one to complain about this person, all kinds of racial things, sexual things, all kinds of things. The company would rather pay out settlements than deal with the person and they keep the person around. 
So yeah, uh, to be a woman in the in, in in corporate America or even the entertainment business is really messed up because you definitely see how little you're valued. I also mm-hmm. found out that I was making thirty thousand dollars less than my male counterpart on the same project, and I did more work than him. And it was just unbelievable. It was constant re- reminders in the business that as a woman, we do not think you are our equal. We do not value your complaints. We do not take you serious as seriously. And if something happens to you, we'll pay you a little something, something, but we're going to keep the man around that was the aggressor and not get rid of the root of the problem. It happened to another person, another person, and they could have stopped this three, four people ago had they listened, but they don't value women to this day. And we women or me too, it's nowhere near where it needs to be still. And that's a fact. I know personally. But, you know, I love the fact that Cheryl Lee in this light that she's getting, that she's using her platform to bring these conversations to the forefront, right? Because incidents like this usually are downplayed, swept to the side, like you said, Claudia. So I'm glad to see that this story is getting the light of day with her coming forward, because, you know, if Cheryl Lee Ralph can come forward and share, maybe that will motivate other people to come forward and share quicker and sooner to help change things. I'm going to say this, even in her coming forward, she still probably doesn't feel the freedom to put the person on blast because she still can't say who it is like I couldn't or the network right and it's still like it's like she's she is and and shout out to her because it takes courage to even do that because we can try to figure out who it was right is Mm -hmm. you know but she still probably doesn't feel that comfortable to all the way go there because the woman gets punished a lot of times a lot of the times the women, well, you, why are you bringing it up? It's 20 years ago. Why are you ruining that man's marriage? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why is he putting his hands on me? Why is he kissing me, putting his tongue down my throat at work? Going back to the, the, the deduction process, it's not hard to deduce. 20 years ago, she was on Moesha. Okay. And Moesha right. sat on UPN. I mean, all you got to do now is I don't have the time to sit right here and reverse engineer what judge show was playing on UPN at that time. But Somebody, y'all want to get down on the chat that we, you know, get the answer by the end of the show. Go ahead and have at it. But all right, guys, speaking of inappropriate behavior, a Fulton County, Georgia, I mean, a Fulton County, Georgia detention officer is facing termination for inappropriate sexual behavior with an inmate after she was filmed in a contraband video performing sexual acts. Kawana Jenkins has been charged with two counts of improper sexual conduct by an employee or agent, five counts of a violation of oath by a public officer, two counts of reckless conduct, two counts of cruelty to inmates, and one count of giving an inmate prohibited item without authorization. All right, Claudia, let's start with you. What do you think about this? She's a hoe. She's trifling. Then she makes sex tapes with the prisoners and, and all kinds of, is that what she did? Well, I think in this particular case, they had her video recording sucking on an inmate's finger. Okay, even that. Like, I wish I would go hang with y'all, suck on y'all's fingers, and then post it or or have it out there. Like, what the hell is wrong with that? We're not in jail. Huh? I just mean, mean, period. I'm on the job. People I work with, anybody. Like, what's again, race to the bottom. It it seems like that's the recurring theme for tonight is Mm -hmm. a race to the bottom. And so, go ahead, so, Q, Claudia, I, want, I want to provide a little bit of clarity. This got out because they did a sweep of the, the cell and they found the cell phone. They looked through the cell phone and saw that they, the inmate had the images and her face was in it. Now, listen, guys, inmates and correction officers having sex is not anything new. I have a very good friend that's a correction officer here in Miami, and I asked her about this and I asked her, how does it happen? And, you know, when she gave me the breakdown of how this happens and how often it happens, it made me say, wow, I get it. And what she told me was so many male inmates end up having sex with so many female correction officers because you have women who either have low self-esteem, who are commercially, commercially unattractive, or you have women who have never, ever, ever gotten male attention. And now all of a sudden they are getting all this male attention and it feels good to them. It feeds their ego. It feeds mm. that void of being the ugly duckling in high school. And that is how these things happen. So much so that she told me they have training curriculum psychological curriculum to try to help these female inmates not find themselves in these situations, she said, because it is very 
easy to happen. And my friend told me that it is more rampant in the prison system than you think. That's now, a good you point. Guys, sorry, you guys remember in Baltimore in 2013, where four of the female correctional officers were all pregnant at the same time by that one prisoner. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, the, and two of them had his name tattooed on their neck. Mm -hmm. What is going on? But to her point, when she broke it down like that, you've never gotten male attention. Now, all of a sudden, you've got 300 men masturbating to you as nasty as that is, cat calling you, hey, baby, you fine. And these are men that would have never given you the time of day on the street because they fine or whatever the case may be. It makes you feel good. You, you feeling fishy. You feeling all that? Just fishy, bitch. Yeah. But how sloppy was she though? Because the inmates had the footage, right? Yeah, right. it was on his cell phone. So I mean, yeah. I know that prisoners they sneak cell phones in because I get some of my sports betting tips from uh, an incarcerated man that actually is the he's very accurate. He gave me some good ten team parlays I hit on. But for you, first of all, outside of prison, letting the man keep the video is a no no for me. And mm -hmm. second of all, a prisoner that could use that against you mm -hmm. to negotiate, right. to hold it over your head. Not very that, That's how, that's how, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and, 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 and we've seen it. It's the same psychology between someone who has daddy issues and runs to older men. It, it's, it's the same psychology. To me, she looked like she was high on something in that video. Could have been. And, 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 and speaking of, it's this same phenomenon which drives correctional officers to bring in contraband for uh, uh, these types of things. I met a gentleman at the bar the other night, not the other, the other month, he had been in prison for 10 years. I was drunk and I was like, you mean to tell me in 10 years? I said, how does that work when you're in a jail cell with other men? Do you do y'all masturbate together? Do y'all have prison sex? He was like, no, I was just knocking off all the nurses. He was like, I never ran out of sex in prison. He was like, I was just knocking off all the nurses. So these sexual relationships in prison are very common. Hmm. Okay, speaking of inmates, two Virginia inmates were found at IHOP restaurant after escaping jail by digging a hole with tools made from a toothbrush and a metal object. Are y'all surprised? And let's be honest, if you were to break out of prison tomorrow, if you were in prison, would IHOP be your first stop? I mean, how much money do they have? None. They can't go to questions. They got to go there. It was like three, four dollars for breakfast, Grand Slam, or was that Denny's? Like, yeah, that's Dennis. Yeah, that's Dennis. Because, and they probably had to stand outside at Panhandle because in prison, you're walking around with coins and dollars. That's, but wait that's a minute. Why, why would you go to a public space after you just broke out of prison? Shouldn't you be running and hiding and trying to get out the country or get out the state? Why would you walk two hours down the street to IHOP in Hampton, Virginia and sit in an IHOP? Well, Al, they ended up in prison, so obviously they're not that smart. You know what I'm saying? That, that's number one. They ended up in prison. And then number two, if you're not from the area in which you're incarcerated, you don't know where the hell to go. You ain't got no money. You got that orange jumpsuit on. I mean, where you going to go? Where but plus, where think, not plus think about it like this. When we're drunk or having a little greenery in our lives, IHOP, Waffle House, that tastes good to us. Imagine being in prison with nasty-ass food, bland, maggots in it sometimes, rotten food. That's probably tasting like a five-star restaurant at that point. So I really can't be mad at them picking. Like, I ain't mad at like, any place that they went to. is better than what they were getting in prison. Or the thought process could have been, we can go in a dumpster and dumpster dive. You know what I'm saying? It right. didn't mean they caught them in IHOP sitting at a table having dinner. They probably were just like, we need to get some food ASAP. Hmm. I think I would have stayed out of any area that had a camera or transient people, a lot of people in and out, because that's how they got called. They got profiled. And, a lot, you know, a number of people start talking about it at the IHOP. They look like, you know, the story that was on the news. But anyway. All right, y'all. Coming up next, an intruder's failed attempt to propose to Rihanna. And later, a Porsche executive is divorcing his dying wife. That's straight ahead, everybody. Stay tuned. Okay, cellmates, welcome back to TGIF. Now, you guys, if you watch the show, you know Claudia is always calling me the human trash can when it comes to food. Claudia, what are we talking about today and when can we eat? 
All right, now listen, are y'all craving something fresh, delicious, and easy for springtime meals? We'll try Wild Grain and get their baked from frozen sourdough bread, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries delivered right to your door. Now, Wild Grain is the first ever baked from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Uh, now, unlike typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Now, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, and you'll never run the risk of getting bored with Wild Grain because they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time special items to try. So please check them out. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good at the same time. Now, all you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash tea and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel, plus for a limited time. You can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash tea to start your subscription, you heard me, everybody. Free croissants in every box, and I know Al will be eating them all up, mm -hmm. and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea. Once again, that's wildgrain.com slash T, or you can use promo code T at checkout. Al, you are the human garbage disposal. Al will eat everything off his plate, your plate, <laughs> and the plate at the table next to him. But I know he loves this this uh, Wild Grains. Tell us about it, Al. Yeah, now, Wild Grains, you know, look, I'm into the pasta now. You know, before I was into the croissants and the peach pockets. But guys, the pasta, the pasta is natural. The pasta is fresh. It's easy to prepare. And within five minutes, you'll have a full meal with some really good pasta. I say thumbs up to the pasta along with the with the the peach pockets and stuff. Thank you. Y'all get they they give me y'all free croissants, but get in your box, get another order of croissants. The croissants are good. I, I eat them for breakfast. For lunch, I get me some deli ham and some cheese and put on it. And for dinner, I, you know, black people, we love to just eat bread with anything. I eat it with my collard greens, my yams, get the croissants. And like Al said, the peach pockets are good. The pasta is good. The sourdough bread is good. All of it is good. Eat it. All right. Pro promotional consideration furnished by Wild Grain. Check them out, y'all. All right, y'all. Let's get back to some of these topics. All right. In the news, in the news of proposals gone wrong, a South Carolina man, dang, South Carolina again, y'all, was detained outside of Rihanna's Los Angeles home after showing up to ask her for her hand in marriage. According to law enforcement, the man drove from South Carolina in hopes of proposing to the pop star, but he was immediately stopped by Rihanna's team. You two, what, what's wrong with these people, Q? I mean, what are they thinking? Crazy, um, crazy. This is, this is beyond fandom. This is mental illness. This is schizophrenia. This is voices. And mind you, I'm not qualified to diagnose any of these doggone people, but for you to be some random person, you, you, know you know what always trips me out? How, how crazy and mental people find travel money? You know what I'm saying? Because if you this crazy, I, I, you ain't got no classy-based job making $80,000 a year with good credit sitting behind the desk. You okay. probably get a check and somebody should be watching you if you this type of crazy. Like, how you get money? So, like, like I need the full story. He got to L.A. via plane, train, or bus. He checked into said hotel. He rented a car. Like, I, like, I want to know the full backstory and the profile of this person because I bet they ain't got no money. And I bet they was monthly and stank and was sleeping on the streets because people with good sense tend to have money and people with good sense don't do things like this. So somebody got to make it make sense. Claudia, so, you've, had, you've had male stalkers before that have come to your house to propose. What's going on? What's going through his mind? So funny that this is about... Um, Rihanna, because my stalker that went to prison, who actually died in prison, um, when they raided his place, he had a whole mural up on his wall of me and Rihanna. And really? she was probably, yes. So the two of us had this guy that just had these fantasies in his head. In his mind, I was Cleopatra and he was King Tut. And he said that we were supposed to be together. And he felt like it was his calling to come get me. And he talked about the scent of my blood. Like when you are obsessed with someone, you already have, you have these weird thoughts. You know what I mean? Like who knows what was in this guy's mind? He, I had stalkers when I was on the prices, right? When I said no lines, say you speak to me through the television. And I feel like you're my wife. Cause you told me with your eyes. 
there is a big mental health illness uh, issue out there. And for you to just focus on someone and, and obsess over someone in his mind, it probably felt very real to him. So even though he had no money, he found a way. The guy that was stalking me was a diabetic getting di- dialysis three times a week. And he still found it with no car. He found a way to drive 30 miles to Stevenson Ranch, which is 30 miles north of uh, L.A., took the screen off my window and looked at me and watched me. And the only reason I didn't get raped or killed that day, I believe, is because I let this dude come over to have lunch with me. And we were cooking in the kitchen. I wanted a daytime date. So it was like no funny business. And he was like, I reluctantly said, OK, you can come over. So I understand this position very well. It's very scary. And I'm sure Rihanna gets this a lot. Can you imagine being a new mother? So you have a new baby and pregnant with another child, you know, and you're always moving in and out of that house. She she has to be afraid or scared for her life. No. And you know what? Here's the other thing. Al. This is not the first time she had a stalker there. There, there was a time previously where the person was in her house waiting on her. Imagine if I turned my key and when I walked in my house, somebody was in my house. I'm sorry. I would have to move. And, and, and my home is such a sanctuary for me. Even if somebody broke into my house, I would have to move. I, I would never feel safe in that domicile ever again. Mm-hmm. Although I got this new house, I am very happy and proud. But it's the first time in like 10 years that I'm not in a high rise with the same type of, you know, levels of security you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i had to get a whole security system put in i'm getting guns it's sad that i gotta, you gotta be like that but this is our reality nowadays you know something else you should get caught in because i'm about to step back into the housing market and uh, i was thinking of, i'm doing the same debate condo skyrise condo skyrise the dog that i have right now is very reactive to noise if he hears anybody by my front door you may want to consider getting a dog because I don't know if you're a dog person or not, but they hear they hear long before you do. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And that's a trigger that somebody is either on your property or at your door or in your house. I do have motion detectors outside. They even detect okay. cats walking by. So okay. All right, y'all. One. All right, soulmates. <laughs> Sorry to cut y'all off. All right, soulmates. Keep it locked because coming up next, a Porsche executive is reportedly leaving his dying wife for his close friend, and later. Find out how a slice of pizza landed a Florida man behind the bars. All right, welcome back to more TGIF. All right, Q and Claudia, this is a sad story to me. Porsche executive Wolfgang Porsche is divorcing his wife after she was diagnosed with a dimension-like illness. The executive says it's becoming overwhelming for him to care for his 74-year-old wife, so he's throwing in the towel. Porsche is allegedly in a relationship with, guess who, his long-term friend. Do you all think he's trifling for leaving his wife in this condition? Claudia, let's start with you. Hell yeah, and I'm actually embarrassed. I have a Porsche. I'm actually embarrassed to... uh be rocking my car right now this is very trashy now listen i I'm, i won't say that dementia is an easy thing to deal with but when you make those vows for better for worse sickness and health to leave her over sickness i mean to leave her alone like that is is kind of raggedy maybe still sign on to be make sure she's straight with her care and everything but it just seems like he's wanted to move on and get with this other lady and then maybe this is the excuse i don't know but i just think um, i get you can fall out of love with someone but damn like She's 74. Like, how many more years do you have left? Like, maybe just ride it out until she passes and and, and then move on and, and live your life like that. I mean, I think if the roles were reversed, she'd probably be down for him. Mm, okay. Q? This is some of the... Tra- I'm, 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 I'm going uh, to beg to differ slightly. Dementia is a very extremely easy dealness to deal with, especially when you don't love the person and you super rich. You know what I'm saying? You know, you talk about you over, it's overwhelming for you to deal with. What's overwhelming, bitch? Writing a check? It says she's got four healthcare workers uh, uh, working on her night and working around the clock night and day with her. I'm sorry. The proper thing to do, even if you want to be heartless, is to put her demented ass on one wing of the house. You tell the care people come in through the back door, through the server's entrance. 
or whatever, and you continue to pay the bills for her care until the lady passes. You say it's overwhelming, so you're just going to divorce her and kick her out to the, in the damn streets? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's going to take care? If you're not going to take care of her, who's going to take care of her? Is it going to be her children? Then the other thing I want to know is if she's out of her mind, who is there to represent her interests in a damn divorce? Yeah, you're right. And that's a good point. Yeah, she doesn't, she can't give her consent in that state of mind, right? So the divorce is probably out. And and yeah, you're, you're good point about the, the caretakers. Because as a rich person like that, how hands-on were you? You're really? not. You're not. As, you're not hands-on or, or you don't have to be. You know what I'm saying? Like you could literally, or better yet, if you want to walk around naked and fool out loud with your new piece, put her ass in a home. Yeah. Put her in a nice-ass home, write the check every month, out of sight, out of mind. Now, I'm going to tell you something, because we, we talked about this on the radio today. It is a hard disease to deal with. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to lie to you. If I was married and my spouse got dementia, you don't know how long that person is going to live, when are they going to die. You could potentially have to deal with this disease for 20 years. I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to sit here with a person who's not the person that I married and not get romantically involved with somebody else. But just being a decent person, I want to make sure that that health care is intact. I'm going to check in on them every day. I want to make sure they get quality health care while I'm out doing whatever else I'm doing or, or living my life still. Remember this? So let me, remember that? Yeah. B. Smith. Y'all remember B. Smith and Dan Gatsby? Uh -huh. Like, so would you recommend that, though? Because I'm going to have to tell you, I'm going to tell you, watching that young lady live with B. Smith and Dan Gatsby while B. Smith was still alive but having sexual relations with Dan Gatsby, that didn't feel comfortable to me. I didn't the only thing that I think was wrong in that situation is the fact that he moved that woman in that house okay i think out of respect moved it in that house and more so in that house on her money on yeah. b's money it would have now it would have been slightly different had he been the breadwinner you know what i'm saying and then it was like well it's his money and he could have threw her ass out on the street but he chose to keep her there the proper thing i'm not mad with that man for moving on with his life while b smith was still living okay because that's a hard ass to ask somebody to stay for all these years and you've just got a shell of the person you married. He could have moved Christina ass, Margaret ass, Peppermint Patty ass around the corner. She could have got an apartment. She, he could have moved her next door. Okay, but to move her in the house was a little too much for me. But I was not mad with him for moving on with his life. You, you know what's kind of sad when we make our vows and, um, you know, Al and I have both been married for, uh, mine was very short, but you do say things like through sickness and in health till mm -hmm. death do us part, meaning all of us are going to get something at some age, cancer, uh, dementia, uh, and who knows what it is. And to know you made vows with someone where no matter what, I'm going to make sure you're good while you're living. We right. have gotten so far away from that where everyone's so damn selfish. Oh, what's uncomfortable for you right now? Oh, let me get out of it. Oh, you've gained weight. Let me get out of it. No one sticks things through. Not saying that you should just, your life should shut down because your spouse took ill. But damn it. At the very least, at the very least, handle it with class. We'll go, we even give you a pass. Go ahead and be with someone else. But handle it with class to the point where we shouldn't be in-house where we don't know about this. It's it's very tacky. It's very tacky. Especially he's worth $22 billion. Like, Girl, child, get off my line. Was this get off my necessary? Line. Was this he could have bought, he could have put her ass in a home. He could have bought a whole hospital. He could have bought a whole elderly care center. He could have, yes. adult living center. He could have. Yes. He could yes. change a wing of the house into yes. a care unit for her right. and still have her on the same roof where she's not feeling yes. like, oh my God, where am I? Right, right. Right. Uh, or left the, left, left the old ass in the damn house and got a I done left my ass in it. You want the house with your, with your, with your crazy ass. He's out of left in there. Who wants to buy a Porsche Panamera mint condition white? I'm you want to get rid of yours now? I'm like this at all. Speaking of dub decisions, good old Candace Owen, y'all, received backlash after making a controversial comment about a, a Skims, Skims ad that featured a model in a wheelchair. Owen said, I never really seen a bra and underwear advertisement with a girl in a wheelchair. Why did they do this? 
don't 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 know and i don't know why this needed to be done but i'm just getting tired of all of this inclusivity thing it's all just seems ridiculous let's take a look at the model's response to candace's remarks candace i have no idea what your intentions were when you decided to make that stupid video but you must be completely unaware how resilient and amazing the disability community is we're not just in adaptive campaigns, believe it or not, we're everywhere. Do you think Candace was out of line? Come on, Claudia, give me what you really think. That bitch stays out of line. And Candace, I'm talking to you. Listen, people in uh, that are disabled are still entitled to wear skims. They're still entitled to wear lingerie. They're still entitled to feel sexy. I have a really beautiful uh, former model friend that was Miss Venezuela that's in a wheelchair. And... She still does photo shoots. She still wants to feel beautiful and sexy. And she should be able to see some representation ads. What the hell is wrong with you, Candace Owens? For a black, mm, let me watch my mouth, woman who's married to a white man who I'm sure who had your issues with racism where you had to cry to the NAACP and they helped your black ass out. And then as soon as you got up in there and get your little white husband, it seems like you forgot about all the times you were mistreated, all the times you were kept out of situations and all the times you felt discriminated against. For you to fix your mouth to say this about this lady and this campaign, why, why'd you have to say anything? It wasn't bothering you. Rally up your little trash base that's the same type of people that are MAGA people. That's all you're doing. You just want them to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm tired of inclusivity. Bitch, you're black. If anyone should care about inclusivity, bitch, it's you. And yes, I said that. Quote it, tweet it, let the bitch know I'm calling her out. It ain't cool. Q? You know, she answered her own question, right? She said, I have never seen a woman in a wheelchair and a panty and a bra. That's the whole point of it, you stupid bitch. That is the whole point. You know what I'm saying? And people in wheelchairs, people in wheelchairs, people in wheelchairs have the need to wear panties. That is the whole point of it, to make them feel included. And to Claudia's point, somebody who should know firsthand what being non-included feels like, for you to feel I'm just over it with all this inclusivity. You know what I'm saying? You should be the main one advocating for any and everybody to be included because you, as a Black woman, know firsthand what it feels like to not be included in anything. I honestly think women like Candace Owen have mental issues that they look in the mirror and they honestly see a white woman. I honestly think she looks in the mirror and she sees... A white woman. And lastly, y'all, you know, once again, and, and, and while this story has nothing to do with Trump, he has ushered in a very dangerous way of doing business now. And it is this separatism, it's this discrimination, and it's this pandering to very a very ignorant niche group of people because those MAGA people, those DeSantis supporters, those are the same people who would agree with this. I don't see why we're doing all this inclusivity stuff. I don't see the point of it. That Those are the same type of people who would believe in it, and that's what she's doing. Once again, a woman who's married to a, a black woman who's married to a white man. Up until 1968, it was against the law for you guys to even get married, because my parents got married like three years after the law was, was, was changed. And it just, it just kills me that you're against inclusivity. Well, it wasn't that long ago. Your own marriage would have been against the law. So... Before we move on, I do want to congratulate and shout out the Kardashians, Team Vogue, Gucci, and also Tommy Hilfiger, who was one of the first high fashion designers to create disability clothing line. All right, y'all, coming up, a piece of pizza, a slice of pizza calls a Florida man to get arrested. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to more TGIF. All right, Claudia and Q. A Florida man was arrested after allegedly slapping a woman across the face with a slice of pizza during an argument. The victim accused Ortelio Lazaro Alfonso of striking her with the slice of pizza on the left side of her face, which left remnants of the pizza not only in her hair, but also in her ear, along with sauce splattered on the walls and ceilings of the kitchen. Wow, what are your thoughts on this uh, dispute, Q? Pizza, pizza. <laughs> like little season. You know what? Y'all gonna stay coming for my state because I'm gonna go ahead and say this Florida because I know Claudia ass gonna make it about Florida. She because she messy and she love coming for us or whatever. She gonna make it about Florida. <laughs> um, you know, y'all, and please don't twist this about violence against women. I find this story to be so funny that somebody got slapped in the face with a pizza. I, I, it just gives me Saturday Night Live skit. Um, it's horrible. I mean, listen, he could have hit her with his hand. I am going really to true. go in a different direction. <laughs> I'm not going to go against Florida. I'm not going to come for Florida because I just actually had a really good time in Florida. So we good on Florida right now. I'm going to say this. Back in high school, this happened to my best friend in high school. We were at this pizza place. This guy saw her. He was mad at her. He threw a piece of slice, a slice pizza at her face. So... We got him back in other ways that I don't know what the statute of limitations is on um, what we did, but there was some vandalization. Vandal vandalization. Yeah, that word involves. But we <laughs> crawled up under the fence. We went to a apartment complex. We found his car and we got him back. We didn't call the police because it was like, eh, it was an assault, but it was with pizza. It wasn't like a fist. So it was kind of like gray area, but we got his ass back. But how hard could you have to slap someone where the sauce is on the ceiling? Hard. I because it's flappy, it's flappy like this, and it's free-flowing, it probably hurts more than a hand if you really put some uh, force behind it. And if it's piping hot, it can be really, really dangerous if it's really yeah. hot. Fresh what, hot what pizza company y'all think this pizza came from? Oh, I don't know, but I'll say, this, it, I'll say this. If it, if it was a fat triangular piece of pop. <laughs> all right you two i want to thank my co-host claudia jordan and funky dineva for being here thanks for watching us on youtube stay tuned for the ninth annual truth awards what are you guys doing this weekend did we talk about that already uh i'm just gonna chill probably go get a massage i need to get my car detailed all right, hold on the, now let me do this real quick the ninth annual truth awards hosted by yours truly claudia jordan of representing oh. fox soul oh, okay, we okay. are winners from last year so <laughs> shameless plug we won the first year then they brought one of the hosts back to uh run that thing so yeah y'all better watch that show i'll be with my mom all weekend uh fixing picking stuff at the house all yeah. right so mates see you next week good night guys